Hey babe, if you're looking for a good healthy dose of self-love and a reminder of what a total badass you are, then you definitely came to the right place. This podcast is all about how going blind has changed my view of the world and of myself for the better. And I'm sharing my story in hopes that you'll feel inspired to love yourself just a little bit more. I may not be able to see very well, but I can damn sure see my worth, and I'm here to make sure that you see yours as well. I'm Jesse Walensky, and you're listening to the Badass Blind Babe Podcast. Welcome to the Badass Blind Babe Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Um, First, I just want to say happy belated Valentine's Day. Yesterday was Valentine's Day and such a beautiful day to show yourself some love, show the people in your life some love. So hopefully you made it an amazing day if you're single, in a relationship, whatever. It's a day to give love, and I definitely gave myself lots of love, lots of hugs, so we love that for me. (laughs) Um, And that kind of leads into what I wanted to talk about during this podcast. Um, This is definitely a self-love podcast. I like to share stories about how my blindness and my life experience has encouraged me to love myself and kind of create the best life that I possibly can for myself. So on that note, I wanted to talk about a comment that I received on TikTok the other day. Well, okay, when I say the other day, that could mean like a week ago, a month ago. I feel like that phrase when people say the other day, that could mean from the day I was born until yesterday. So do with that what you will. Um, But it is in the time period of at least a year or two because that's as long as I've had a TikTok account. But I'm going to say safely like a few months ago. Anyway, so I received this comment on one of my videos and this person said, she seems a little full of herself. Hmm. Quite an interesting comment. And If you've heard that before, it's not meant as a compliment. I don't think that anyone says, oh, they're so full of themselves in a positive way. And I knew what they meant by it right off the bat, but I I sat with it and I was kind of journaling about it and reflecting on it. Um, And I, I just, I cannot figure out really why that's a bad thing. So I feel like obviously it's intended to mean, oh, she's conceited, you know, she thinks her shit don't sting, she thinks she's better than other people. So I feel like that's why people kind of say it, but I wanted to break down why I think being full of yourself is actually a great thing and why everyone should be so fucking full of themselves, babe, okay? Number one, I do think that people mean this in a way that like, oh, if you're full of yourself, that that means you think you're better than other people. And I just kind of want to do away with that shit right now Um, because I think being full of yourself actually means that you like yourself and you are living a life and having a mindset where you are just filled up with appreciation for yourself. It doesn't mean you're perfect and it definitely doesn't mean that you think you're better than anyone else. But the fact of the matter is 
No one else can be Jesse Walensky the way I can be Jesse Walensky, okay? I'm the best at that shit. No one can hold a candle to me when it comes to being me. And the same way for you. No one can be you the way that you can. And they shouldn't want to be, you know? I I can't compete. I can't even try to be you in the way that you are. But that's the thing. We're not in competition. You being your most authentic and amazing self has nothing to do with me being my most amazing and authentic self. And your greatness does not take away from my greatness. My greatness. Excuse me. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It, it definitely has that connotation, like you think you're better than other people, but I don't think that that's what it means. I think that everyone could stand to be a whole fuckload of a lot more full of themselves. And... I really, really try to create a life where I am more confident. And I think that that's a big part of it as well. Because for me, growing up with a disability and losing my eyesight in the way that I am, I have to fight for every little bit of confidence that I have. It has been a struggle and a journey. And it's going to be a lifelong one for me. I I was not born with this um, innate ability to love myself, it seems. Like, I just, well, mm, no. I think we're all born with the fact to love themselves. I've spent a lot of time with children. I have a bachelor's degree in child development. I worked as a preschool teacher for several years. Children love themselves. They, they feel comfortable with themselves. It's the, it's the world around us and these weird um, insecurities that are kind of placed on our laps and these weird narratives that we're given, like, oh, you should be like this and not like this and blah, 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 that actually creates this whole world of self-doubt that so many of us are living in. So I feel like we are born with self-love, but in my case, I remember um, you know getting told I was going blind when I was a teenager and it ruined my idea of who I was and of what my future was. And I just felt like my life wasn't worth living. I felt like I would be better off being dead than being blind. And I just lost any sort of self-worth that I had up until that point. And it has been a struggle to regain any sort of love for myself and love for my situation So now I would say that I do have a lot of confidence. I'm very proud to be who I am. I'm very proud of my story. I'm very proud of my blindness. But it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle because I have that voice in my head all the time that tells me you're not good enough. This world isn't made for you. This world doesn't appreciate you. Everywhere that I go, I have to kind of fight to feel good and to stand up for myself. And it's it's hard. It's fucking hard. But I do it. And I do it because I know that feeling good is possible and I know that feeling good is a choice. I'm not going to say that you can have depression and then you just say, oh, I just choose to feel good and then boom, you're not depressed anymore. That's not the case. But ultimately, you can find things to help you out with your depression. You can go to therapy, you can be on meds, you can exercise, you can find out what works for you. So I found a combination of things that help me feel better and help battle my depression and just help me build up my confidence. So I work really hard at it. So when I get this comment of saying, oh my God, she's so full of herself and she thinks that she's the best. It's like, I I can't see it as a negative thing because every little ounce of self-confidence that I have, I've worked for. 
And I think that that's a beautiful thing. Like, unfortunately, loving myself just doesn't come as naturally as I wish it did. But um, I create that self-love and that appreciation for myself. And then being able to love myself allows me to love other people and spread love in just my daily life. You know, walking down the street and smiling at a stranger, opening a door, just being a kind person. It all comes from you loving yourself. So you see all these fucked up people, you know, spreading hate and it's not that, oh, you hate people because they are gay and you don't, you know, what, like, or whatever people are mad about these days. I don't fucking know. There's a whole goddamn list. And all that shit, all it stems down to for me when I see someone hating on someone else for whatever reason, I just think that person doesn't love themselves. That doesn't love themselves. You know, you're not comfortable with gay people. Don't be in a gay relationship. You don't like other religious beliefs, you know, don't believe in that religion. It's really that simple. So I think that if you're going to be spreading hate, you're going to be talking shit, you're going to be like a rude person in this world, you just don't really love yourself that much. And you need other people to feel bad as well. So that's kind of what this comment brought up for me. And I want to be full of myself. Every day I'm creating a life where I feel more and more full of myself and more and more confident. I'm happy to be who I am. And that's just how it is. And on another note, I feel like another comment that kind of coincides with this that I've gotten is that I should be toning it down. Whether that is in terms of me cursing like a fucking sailor or wearing inappropriate outfits. I've gotten messages from people on Instagram about that. Um, I made this one TikTok video about a woman who said that I would be more of an inspiration to her if I didn't curse or I didn't wear skimpy little outfits, Um, which is a whole other thing. I mean, people with disabilities don't owe you inspiration. So it's like you either like the way that I am or you don't. Either one is fine. That's your choice to make for yourself. I support whatever you decide. But that that's you. That has nothing to do with who I am, okay? I can express myself however I see fit, and I know at the end of the day that I'm a kind person. So if you don't like hearing the F word, maybe this podcast isn't for you, which is totally fair. But when I get that comment, like, oh, you should just kind of tone it down, you know? Like, you know, it just, it, it brings up for me the feeling of like, oh, should I be toning it down to make other people feel comfortable? Should I be less of myself? to please other people? Should I be less full of myself in order that in order for you to feel comfortable, basically? That that's kind of what that comment means to me and why it goes in with my idea of why filling yourself up and filling up your own cup and being full of yourself is actually a good thing. So when I hear this kind of thing tone it down, it makes me think of how much I've toned myself down in the past and why that was the worst thing that I ever could have done for myself. I've spent so much of my life toning down my thoughts and feelings, hiding what I believe in, you know, shrinking myself to be less, shrinking my body to be less. And that's kind of like what women especially are told. Don't be so bold with your opinions. No one wants to hear that. You know, a nice lady keeps her mouth shut at these appropriate times. A nice lady is supposed to be a thinner version of herself or, you know, so it's like 
We are told to shrink ourselves and to tone ourselves down all the fucking time. And let me just tell you, I'm done. Done. Absolutely 1000% fucking done with that shit. The most miserable time in my life is when I was trying to conform to what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. And when I was being a person that was created by society. In my last episode, I talked about you being the conscious creator of your own life. And if you're really a person who is living in a life that's authentic to you and not kind of going with what everyone else wants you to do or wants you to be. So it kind of comes into play in this episode as well, because like, are you really being your most authentic self? Are you speaking up when you want to? Are you wearing what you want to wear? Are you doing what you want to do? Are you moving in this world how you want to move in this world? Or are you simply just reacting to what people are telling you to be? Are you creating a version of yourself that fits into other people's idea of how you should be? And I think a lot of the times people are doing that, whether or not they admit it or not, whether or not they even recognize that they are doing that. I I think that that's the case in a lot of things. And for me, that was the worst time in my life when I spent years just trying to be what I thought other people wanted me to be. I tried to hide my disability for so long because I was ashamed of being different. And now I have my cane out loud and proud. I'm here talking about it on a podcast. I post about it on social media. I like that about myself. And it's the same with my mental health struggles and my depression. I used to scroll through social media and see these perfect people and their perfect lives and their perfect vacations and everything so great. And I used to think, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why does everyone else seem to have it figured out? And I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. I can't even get out of the bed in the mornings. Like, I didn't understand. It really, and even this was not even just as like a young teenager. This is like even in my mid-20s. You know, so we talk about teenagers being so impressionable. It's like, we're all kind of impressionable. And I think people know that like, social media isn't real, you know? People use it as just like a highlight reel of like their exciting moments and their big accomplishments and their most, you know, edited and made up pictures and whatever, and that's fine. Like I'm not trying to hate on what anyone else is doing and I'm not telling anyone how to use their social media. But for me, when I was doing that with my social media and just posting the super, super pretty pictures and, you know, a happy little quote and this and that, it just... It just didn't feel real. It just wasn't very authentic to me. And a huge switch happened when I started posting about my depression and my suicidal thoughts and my suicidal tendencies and how scared I was about going blind. And when I started getting real on my social media, that's when I started to feel better about what I was going through because I wasn't hiding my shit anymore. No one can use that shit against me because I put it out there. You know, they can't say, oh, well, she's just so depressed and sad and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, I have that side of me for sure. But I also felt better about my depression when I was just out in the open. You know, I'm not 100% sad all the time. Like no one is 100% happy all the time. Like their social media might have you believe. And I'm not saying that you have to get on social media and be as open and honest about every little thing in your life. There are definitely some things that I haven't shared on social media and it's all a personal choice. I just noticed how powerful it felt for me to get a little bit more open. And 
when I started doing that, I got a flood and I still get a flood of messages from people who say, thank you so much for what you posted. I feel the exact same way. I'm depressed. I struggle with this and with that. And the thing that surprised me about getting these messages is most of the time they're from people that I would never have expected. I thought when I looked at your page, you have it all figured out. You seem so happy and you know, you have this degree and this fancy job and this husband and these kids or what, you know, whatever it is that like your life is amazing for, you know, I don't know if that made sense. Anyway, (laughs) it just, it surprised me the types of people who were messaging me and saying, Hey, I struggle with this shit too. And it's like, wow, you know, maybe, maybe we're all kind of going through this. And I started seeing so much power in what I was doing And that eventually encouraged me to like start this podcast or be even more open and more honest about my struggles. And like I said, being more open about it has made me feel more comfortable in it. So no one can like use anything against me. Like it doesn't hold me back. It's not an embarrassing thing. It's not a shameful thing. It's a human thing. And Being able to be open about my shit is what also helps me to build up my confidence because I'm not hiding any parts of myself. There is nothing about my story that I'm not willing to explore or not willing to share, whether it's on social media or whether it's it's with friends or family or a therapist or whatever it is. Like, I am very open and I'm open with myself and I just, I don't want to go back to living that life and having that mindset of needing to be less than and needing to shrink myself down into not having these big thoughts and feelings or opinions or whatever. And being this way and being this open is what helps me feel better about myself and what helps me fill up my own fucking cup. So to this person who said that she seems so full of herself, you're goddamn right, baby. You are 1000% right. I am full of myself. And I really hope that you learn how to be a little bit more full of yourself as well, because your true self is probably fucking awesome. You're probably absolutely more amazing than most people even know. Maybe more amazing than you even know. Because you've been so used to stifling who you really are for so long. So you have that opinion? Fucking say it. You want to wear that outfit? Fucking wear it. You want to just do whatever you want to do? Do it. If you're not harming anyone, then go for it. You know what I mean? The only person that you're really going to harm by not being yourself is yourself. And I would, I would rather uh, live this out loud kind of authentic life than, than be anyone else. I'm, I'm really proud to be who I am. And I, like I said, I, I work, I work for every little bit of confidence that I have. And I know that that work is possible. And I hope that you do that work for yourself. Because you can live this amazing, incredible life where you are just so jazzed to be who you are and to be what you're doing. It's possible. It's a total possibility. So I really hope that you kind of take that to heart and figure out what you can do to be more full of yourself. Because that myth of you being full of yourself means that you think you're better than other people. That's not true. 
When we feel happier with ourselves, that's when we are kinder to other people. So be fucking full of yourself, babe. Be full of yourself. You deserve it. I promise you. And you might be surprised with how much better you feel and how much better, you know, you're feeling about your life and you're just going to move through your life with a little bit more ease because you're leading with your heart and you're leading with your true self. And there's only one you. Like, I know it sounds cheesy. It's like, be yourself because everyone else is taken. But like, it's true. All you have to do is be yourself. And then that's where the real happiness is. That's when you unlock this confidence. And that's when you unlock, you know, this, this air about you that you see other people having. Like, how do they just get to be so confident and so happy? It's like, they know who they are. And they do that work. It's not thinking, oh, I'm just perfect all the time. And everything I do is so perfect. It's like, no, I am so perfectly imperfect. But I'm not willing to explore those parts of myself that aren't perfect. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to explore the areas of my life where I make mistakes, the areas where I'm an asshole, the areas that I want to improve upon. I just recognize I am a forever work in progress. And I want to be a work in progress because that's what life is about. Progressing, evolving, doing better, feeling better. And then, you know, nothing can stop you. You feel your best. You can handle anything. So go out there, babes, and fill up your fucking cup. Be so fucking full of yourself because honestly, it's the shit. (laughs) It's the fucking best. And if you don't hear it from anyone else, I hope that you hear it from me because I believe in you and I hope you believe in yourself because you're worth it, babe. All right. Love you. Bye.